Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie, it's you, Jamie. Don't be alarmed, but I think there's a guy following you. Maybe we should get that guard dog we talked about? Nothing too scary, maybe like a Bichon with an attitude? You know, Progressive's collision insurance covers injured dogs and cats at no extra cost, so... Wait, the guy stood up when I stood up. He's on the phone. He's looking right at me. Oh, wait, it's just my reflection. Don't tell anyone about this. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Pet coverage not available in New Hampshire and North Carolina. Here it is. So Lyle's going to give it. Give it to Favors. Hood's going to come. Off of Lyle's pick. Then Hood comes. They fake the handoff. This time Hood steps back for a three. And got it. Oh, that's gorgeous basketball right there. You are Locked On Jazz. Your daily podcast on the Utah Jazz. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. It is Locked On Jazz for the day that it all starts. The 26th. 6th of September. It's early, but we're ready to rock. A year that just feels different than any other in Utah and around the NBA. We'll talk about that. Pins across the world and get you ready for media day. All today on Locked on Jazz. Pow. How are you? I'm David Locke, radio voice of the Utah Jazz, Jazz NBA insider. Uh, Exciting day. It's media day. We get started. Back into the gym starting tomorrow morning for practices, uh, though the guys have all been here for a month doing work. But it still feels very, very exciting on a season uh, we're looking forward to. I was talking to a guy in the NBA uh, this week, this weekend, and, you know, it's, you know the, the, the common thread is you might be really good, and we might be really good. And that sure makes for... For an exciting season. I still think it's might. It's not going to be. I think there's still a lot of things that have uh, to come together. Uh, this is Locked On Jazz, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Today's show is brought to you by a really neat group. It's called Sherlock Intelligence. They collect, they capture your data for you. They let it so you can visualize it and let you analyze it. I'll tell you more about them. Coming up in a little bit, they're a neat group of guys that I've gotten to know uh, recently, and they're helping out with the Lockdown Podcast Network. So Sherlock Intelligence. Uh, what are we going to do today? I, it just feels like a different season, a different year. I kind of want to talk about that a little bit, about what's going on uh, all around uh, the NBA uh, and we'll uh, do our regular stuff and get you ready for it. We've kind of set the stage last week with a lot of it. Uh, I'll be live 2 to 5 today at utahjazz.com along with Ron Boone. I also have a story that is maybe my most favorite story I've heard in a long, long time. And I will uh, share that for you uh, coming up. But right now, let's start the show like where we always do with our pins across the world. And I thought this was pretty funny. I thought I would do this one right out of the chute. Uh, this is from Bart Baxter, who now you'll find out has his name mentioned twice on the show. As I was catching up on my most recent podcast during my run this morning, I'm training for the St. George Marathon next week, so I was able to get through the last four podcasts. I heard my name called, and I'm taking it as a sign that I need to finally submit my pin across the world. I was one of the Shamrock reviews you read this last week. It's actually a great story. I'd love to catch up with you sometime and tell you about it. I was referred to your show by At Jazz Hoops Life. By the way, that's how this works in the podcast world is if you tell two friends. That's how the audience grows. Y'all tell two or three friends. I'm your typical Stockton game-winning shot, best moment of my youth jazz fan. Grew up loving watching not only the jazz, but the entire NBA. It's been really interesting watching KG's retirement bring out some of the great analysis about how he might have been the most influential player of his time, and I know you alluded to this as well, and sad to see him go. My fandom took a unique turn in high school and college when I decided I wanted to do 
either do play-by-play sports broadcasting or sports news anchoring. My favorite class in graduate school at the U is sports economics class, and I've been intrigued by the sports business aspect of the NBA NFL. I really enjoyed hearing about strategy behind player contracts, just how franchises run their businesses, the scrappiness of the jazz organization, ability to overcome small market resources to thrive and make me really enjoy being a fan. Military and church obligations have since changed my broadcasting journalism plans and dreams. But if the jazz do another job for a day competition this year, keep an eye out for my application to come in for you on the radio call. At the end of the day, I have a deep respect for the work you do. That's nice. You Thank you. Keep up the great work. I'm just a local boy, so put the pin in Riverton, Utah. Local boys are as good as any other. That's Bart Baxter. We read his name the other day when our sponsor, Shamrock Auto Group. I just uh, went to their Google reviews and grabbed one. All right, let's get to the tip-off story of the day. I just feel like with the retirements of Duncan, the retirement of KG, the retirement of Kobe, and I think there's an interesting debate amongst those, that we really have this incredible transformation going on right now in the NBA, that just an era really has officially gone by. We'll never have maybe a greater group of three players ever retire at one time, and to have that take place uh, as it as it has, and you know, KG was definitely holding on, Duncan was definitely holding on, and Kobe had become a detriment to his franchise, but they still were iconic you know stars of the league and there's just a huge gap to be filled it adds a level of intrigue in a season that will be dominated by LeBron who is filling the gap the most as the greatest player of this generation uh, with his incredible uh, performance last year in the finals the Warriors with a combination of Curry and Durant and then who's next you know SI did their rank and we've talked about our rank at the top but who's next who what player steps into if if they're able to in the void this year and find a way to alter how we consider them as a player you know is is it Russell Westbrook is it CP3 does James Harden take a step does Anthony does Blake Griffin finally get healthy and together his players tribute article was really interesting do Anthony Davis and Carl Anthony Towns fill that gap uh that is there there's you know, it's an interesting thing because these guys weren't star Kawhi Leonard, maybe. Uh, these guys weren't stars anymore, but their presence was mammoth. And to have their presence out of the league, I think, leaves um, leaves a gap. Now, I, I don't disagree uh, if someone's thinking to themselves, wait a sec, Garnett was a shadow and Kobe, as I said, was a distraction and Duncan was the last productive player of them. I, I don't disagree uh, with that at all. But it does. You know, we have, I think, our five best players in the league right now there are, are without question LeBron, Curry, Durant. And then it gets interesting, right? Then I, the, I mean, so I, hey, there are three without question, and then who are you putting at four or five? Does Harden get into that mix despite his lack of defense? He could prove it again, carrying his team to CP3. Like, there's a void. Is Carl Anthony Towns? I think Carl Anthony Towns becomes a top 10 player this year and then carries that team uh, to the playoffs. In, uh, so I, I'm, I'm very curious to see um, how this plays out. And it's not the void. It's, it's that they're – I don't know if I'm explaining it right, but there's definitely – there's just a gap that's ready – uh, to be taken there uh, from 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 these two iconic players uh, along the way. It, it's for, from a jazz standpoint. As I prep for media day, um, kind of switching topics a little bit here uh, in all this is the what's just incredible to me. What's incredible to me is the 
Uh, I was trying to find. Wait a second. Let me just pause. I want to wrap that up. Who did SI rank as four and five uh, on their list? I was trying to get to that. And, um, you know, there's no question. LeBron, Durant, Curry are one, two, three in whatever order. They put Chris Paul at four and Russell Westbrook at five. Kawhi Leonard at six. Harden at seven. Davis at eight. Paul George at nine. I'm not going there. Blake Griffin at ten. Um, and I, I and they have Lamarcus at eleven. I'm taking Carl Ant. Demarcus Cousins at twelve. Draymond at thirteen. Kyle Lowry at fourteen. Uh, I mean that's that's where some of this the the stars are so clearly defined in three places: the Clippers, the Warriors, four places: the Clippers, the Warriors, the Spurs, and the Cavaliers. That from the Jazz standpoint, that's where things uh, get get really interesting. All right, I did a ton of prep. Uh, for Media Day today and uh, found some really fun little notes on George Hill and Joe Johnson. But before I do that, I do want to tell you a little bit more about my friends over at Sherlock Intelligence. So we're in the data age, and the biggest and biggest of companies have these entire staffs dedicated to data. So what do you do if you're a mid-level, small startup company, something like that. Well, you've got to find somebody to help you with your business-to-business data knowledge because um, you, know, you don't have that staff. But let's be honest. If you don't go get your data and you don't use it when it's available, you're being negligent as a company owner. And so you've got to find a way to do it. And that's where Sherlock Intelligent comes in. They capture your data from all sorts of different places. There's a multiple sources of places where your company can get data. And then they give you a holistic picture. And they do a wonderful job of making it so you can visualize it, really see it very easily instead of just this number there and that number. And then finally, they put it in a position where they assist you and allow you to analyze it, to help your business, use the data to grow profits, find patterns, and know your customers. So I have started a small little company in the Locked On Podcast Network, but I... And I've got to monitor 66 different shows across the country, how they're doing, what their growth is. And honestly, I started with just an Excel spreadsheet. And all I have is what we do week to week. And then I can put in the Excel uh, program that says that maybe, you know, let me go look and see what they've done for month, for last month. But then uh, there's, there's so much confusion there. And, you know, some of our programs are getting more different age groups. And some of our programs are getting di- – well, I've got to know that stuff. But I've got to know it fast or else I'm wasting time. And – there isn't a lot of time. So Sherlock in- Intelligence, and you can find them at SherlockIntelligence.com, has put together for me this program where I can look at each show, see what its weekly growth is, see what its week month-to-date growth is, see what its growth is days of the week. Are there certain days where people listen to podcasts more than others? It's, I've got to do that. If I don't do that, I'm not giving the other hosts a good enough chance, and that's where Sherlock Intelligence is really important. So check them out, SherlockIntelligence.com, 855 339 Seven four. That's eight five five three three nine seven 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 four. I know that's a hard number to remember. So eight five five three three nine seven 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 four. If you if you if you need if you need me to get it to you, just ask me and, and I'll get it to you. All right. So I'm prepping for the Jazz, and there's just some incredible stuff that I came across, and maybe it's all we know it, but. Just, like, let's talk about the three new guys that I really dug into uh, more than any others. Start with Joe Johnson. Joe Johnson has started, and this will be interesting, I think, this year, and it will be interesting to talk to him about it. Joe Johnson has started every single basketball game that he has played since February 10th 
or excuse me, for the last 979 games. This guy has started 979 straight games. He has he is seventh active player in games, fifth active player in minutes, seventh active in field goals, sixth active in threes, eighth active in points. Career 37% three-point shorter, 41% from the corner. Kevin Garnett used to call him Joe Jesus because he kept saving them. <laughs> it's a great name. But this is a guy who also has an incredible life story. And he went to Little Rock Central High School, which is home of the Little Rock Nine in the 1957 integration crisis. If you follow civil rights, it's one of the more interesting times. It's the 54 separate but equal ruling, and then the, no, Little Rock's not going to follow it, and the Little Rock Nine are the nine kids uh, that go through that. So he grew up in that environment. While he grew up in Little Rock, it was a murder capital of the United States. It had um, the highest murder per capita rate of any uh, city in 1993, and he's able to kind of get through that. There's an incredible documentary that you may have seen about Little Rock at the time with these residents sleeping in bathtubs of fear of stray bullets. It's a, it's a crazy kind of upbringing. He rises out of that, uh, raised largely by his, his, his kind of collective family, his mom, his uncle, uh, some really great people. He's just quite a story. And you suddenly look at him. He's played in 415 games, have been within four points in the final two minutes. He's an 83% free throw shooter late. He didn't miss one last year late in the game. He's hit 19 field goals in the final 24 seconds of one possession games in his career. This dude just brings a world of talent. And you start to run through some of the things he's done. And he's certainly not that guy anymore, but it's in there. And there's a way to do it. And it's he's called Joe Cool for a reason because he's just got – uh, an element to him. You know, whether it's the 17 assists versus the Bucks or dropping 42 versus the Warriors at one point in his career or a 29-point quarter against the 76ers. I mean, he's done so many things. And even recently, you go to 2014 and Game 7 versus the Raptors, he puts 13 down in the fourth quarter of a Game 7. He puts 35 on that Garnett Warriors, excuse me, Garnett Celtics championship team in Game 4 of that series. He's just been there. There's nothing... Our guys are we're so continuously experiencing things for the first time. And that's what jumped out at me at looking at these three guys we've added is that they've all been there and done it before. Let's go to George Hill. George Hill has played eight seasons of the NBA. You know how many years he's had a positive plus minus? Eight. Eight seasons in the NBA, eight seasons with a positive plus minus. He's played 75 playoff games. That's, I mean... He's just been there, right? He's gone through it before. He's had those, you know, those moments of time in which he's had to learn. He's got game winners against the Raptors and the Lakers in 12-13. He's got, you know, major moments of clutch playoff basketball. He's been a very, very good playoff player. In fact, he's had some of his biggest games uh whether in when he was with San Antonio in 2010, early in his career, game four against Dallas, he drops 29 and averages 23 for that series. When when Dallas decides that George Hill's going to have to beat him, he does. It's just a different, different world and experiences that these guys are coming from. It's interesting about George Hill, by the way, he's become much more efficient in where he uses his possessions in the last years. Now you got Boris Diaw. This is another guy that's going to play his 1,000th NBA game. His 1,000th NBA game. And then you go add on 108 playoff games. 
right? He's won titles. He's been in playoff runs with the Suns, uh, a crappy series early with the Hornets, and then he, he goes through it with the Spurs, with Duncan, around the best. And you go through his moments of time, and they're, they're, all, they're all there. And this is another guy who, in the last five years, being he's been positive plus minus on the floor every year, big time too. Now he's on the Spurs, and they're generally positive, so that you know makes things easier. But if you look at Boris Diaw's career, and you go from when he went to Phoenix in two thousand five, two thousand six, he is positive in all but two years of his NBA career on the floor, and those are in Charlotte. His team's not always better when he's on versus off, but they're always positive because he's played on some pretty good teams. It just, it's a different, different level of time, experience, moments, exposure. These guys are just at a different level. And it's incredible to look. Now, there's an age issue, and, you know, Boris is 34 years old, with a, uh, and, and we'll see, you know, what, how he holds up, but I don't think we're asking a lot out of him. But it just changes an awful lot of who we are as a franchise to have these kind of guys out there. Uh, the other one that was awesome was Dante. Good article by Tony Jones. There were plenty of times where I wondered why me. I wondered if I would be the guy I was before the injury. I was supposed to go home to Australia the next day, and I hadn't been home in a year. I wondered what's going to happen with the Jazz. That was the pain I was going through. And then the killer quote, you sit out 82 and it adds a fire. We'll see what we find out from this youngster. He's looked good. He's bigger. He looks nice. He sees the floor better. Gordon Hayward talked about Andy Larson's article. We've talked about it here on the program as well. A lot of exciting aspects to what's taking place as we get ready uh, for this season. I couldn't be more excited. I'm not going to take any more of your time today. Um, I do have an interesting exercise I'd, I'd be interested to ask you. Rank Durant, Garnett, and Kobe. Rank them all time. Where do you put them? It's interesting, isn't it? I think it's Duncan, Garnett, Kobe. That's how great these guys are. I would put Kobe as the third player on that chart of those three. Not just because he's a Laker. I think his legacy is hurt by his inability to play with teammates and to keep people on the team. But, boy, was he great. I mean, 81, like, it's hard to – his defense was great in his prime. You're, you're definitely tarnished by watching Kobe late. Might be absurd. The difference between the three, just so, so minimal. Our show today was brought to you by Sherlock Intelligence. We will be live at 2 o'clock from Utah Jazz Media Day. I don't want to, there's so much content coming in your direction. I want to do an excessively long show. SherlockIntelligence.com. Uh, let them capture, visualize, analyze your data, help you out in a world where, frankly, you've got to have the data that impacts your business so that you can grow profits, find patterns, and know your customers. The number, again, is 855-339-7774. 855-339-7774. So it's Darren Williams, Takemi Mutombo, Larry Bird, Roy Hobbs, an airplane, 777, Adrian Dantley. Yeah, uh-huh, Sure. Email me if you need the number to Sherlock Intelligence. Have a great day. See you at Media Day at 2. Thanks for tuning in to Locked on Jazz, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.